Hello, and welcome to the Mobile Home Park Expert Podcast. I'm Jason Sroten, joined as always by my co-host, Glenn Esterson. Glenn, what is up? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Today, we are going to be talking about building a mobile home park business plan because there's been a lot of people who've reached out to us who've said, hey, where do I start? I want to invest. I want to start going. I want to go out and get some others to help me. And so we figured, hey, this would be a good topic for the show. But we also want to touch on, you know, some of the current events that are happening. Um, interest rates are are really going up now. I heard some on TikTok today from some mortgage guy, there's going to be nine increases over the next 12 months. Uh, so, you know, a, a lot of speculation on what, what's going to happen. And, you know, let's start there, Glenn, you know, with with the war, with the changing, you know, economic things now, you know, who knows if COVID's coming back, interest rates going up, inflation, you know, this week is so different than, you know, 30 days ago. Where are we at in your head? Yeah, so, you know, and it all ties into, build, you know, if you're coming into the industry right now, this ties into how to build your business plan, you know, at least some of it from from the risk side and, and what's happening in the, you know, in the current economic environment and where we see it going. So, you know, where we're at right now is, is yes, we're, we're probably going to go into a recession. Um, from every article that I've read, it sounds like we're probably going to go into a recession. We're having, you know, surging inflation. Everybody's heard it's been 7% or something. I think they're going to tell us that the first quarter of the year was is going to be maybe 9% is what, you know, one analyst I read was saying that we're going to see that much inflation this, this first quarter. And that's obviously making the Fed have to put some brakes on the economy, you know, which means higher interest rates. And as an investor, what higher interest rates mean for you is if the seller is not willing to sell at, you know, at, at the spread that was achievable at the lower interest rates, well, you as an investor are going to get a smaller return and you're going to have to decide if it's worth it. Because even in, in a market that gets a little wonky, it still comes down to supply and demand. And if, you know, if sellers aren't going to sell at a lower number, buyers are going to have to capitulate or we're going to have a stalemate. And, you know, I have a feeling with this particular industry, it's going to remain in favor of sellers for the foreseeable, foreseeable future. Well, we, so because point, well, I have a question because that brings up a good point. There is such a, from all, you know, things that I've read and seen, there is such a lack of supply of homes, period, period. that it, I mean, and that's what the industry has going in its favor. And it's not going to catch up soon. We've got wood prices that are going crazy. We've got, you know, not enough builders willing to build. You've got all these things stacking. No, no it's, it's a, there's a lot of factors that go into how insulated our industry is if you're an owner of a mobile home park. If you're an investor trying to get in, and right now there's more investors coming into this than, you know, like you could possibly imagine. You know, five years ago, I was saying, wow, I've never seen this many people interested in this industry. And today it's like insane how many people are interested in this industry as, you know, the, the, the last, you know, mom and pops are getting gobbled up, getting gobbled up here. The, you know, going to what we were saying with, with the supply demand part of it is cities, while have become more friendly to the idea of a mobile home park in their city over the last year or two, it is still a far cry from actual development truly happening nationwide. There's pockets here and there. But even if every city was to start building a mobile home park, we still would not even make a dent into the demand from a tenant base uh, for mobile home parks. And from an investor standpoint, 
you know, you're, you're buying a very limited commodity. And sometimes our spreads get to be nice and thick, you know, like we've had for the last few years where it's been, you know, call it two to three points of spread above or more, you know, above, whereas now that's really kind of tightening down and we're seeing deals slow down and we're seeing sellers not willing to capitulate as much on pricing because they're still stuck at where peak pricing was six months ago. Uh, buyers are thinking there's blood in the water, but they forget we're the most insulated industry. There's no blood in the water. But from a seller's standpoint, A, yes, if you're a seller in the next two to three years, you really should be considering selling today because if you do nothing at your park, you don't raise rents, fill occupancy, improve expenses, your property value, what I could sell your park for, or what anybody else would buy your park for, is going to go down because the interest rates are coming up and that pricing is going to you know, start to push up a little bit. Uh, but if everybody, you know, if, if things go back to normal, our spreads get back to normal and deal trade gets back to normal. But this last year was like 15%, 20% velocity. It was some insane number of velocity in the transactions in our industry. And I, I don't know if that part retains. But from an insulative side of things, as an investor, there's no better place to be than cash flowing real estate as an investor. Okay. If we go into, you know, inflation for an extended period, you want to have your money into uh, an asset like real estate that cash flows. It's a much better hedge. Every day your dollar gets worth a little less sitting in the bank and every day your dollar gets worth a little bit more sitting in a park. So, you know, you kind of want to, you know, think it through. That all said, again, there, there is no blood in the water as far as we can tell. There's just sellers that aren't sellers at the current pricing that, you know, we might be pitching. And we have, we have started coming down on our pitch you know, uh, as well. I mean, we unfortunately had a, a first quarter that was uh, one of the more challenging ones that I have from a pricing standpoint. And we had to reprice many, 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 many deals for the first time in my career. I've never ever had to go through that much repricing uh, to kind of catch up to where the market is. So again, if you're a seller, take advantage of where the market is, but be cognizant that it is going down if you don't do any further improvements. Uh, and if you're a buyer, I would get it out of your head that there's blood in the water and just, you know, it, it, a good park is a good park. And if you have to pay the piper, pay the piper, because in 10 years time from now, you're still going to have a much better performing asset. So some of you can buy something out in, you know, 10 buck two or something like that. But going also jumping into further parts of, of the, the supply demand thing is, is what you touched at before is the deliverable amount of homes a year. Even if every park, even if every city, Said, okay, have at it, developers, build as many mobile home parks as you want. We are still totally crippled by the supply chain because we can only produce 100, maybe 120,000 homes a year now, okay? Which is a better improvement than we were five years ago where it was like 80,000 to 100,000 homes, okay? But that's still a far cry from where the demand is. So I don't really, and, and, and right now orders for homes are 12 to 18 months out. I mean, it's an insane amount of, of tailwind you got to have on this thing now, whereas you didn't have that before. Um, you know, some of the secondary manufacturers are, are producing and delivering faster, but the, the, the big guys, the Clayton's, the legacies, et cetera, um, you know, you're, you're looking at at least 12 month wait, wait times. And if you're buying a value add right now, I'd be very, very cautious as an investor to be looking at bridge loans. That that's really something that I would encourage you to get, you know, debt that lasts longer than two years right now. I would really encourage seven years or longer just to make sure you're not up against anything terrible. Um, 
So when you're building your business plan and you're thinking about this and you're coming from whatever industry or whatever, you know, back background you're coming from, you know, all of these things we just touched on, you know, need to get kind of penciled into how you build your business plan. But your first part of your business plan, and, and you can go back to previous episodes and, you know, we've kind of hinted at, uh, you know, some of these other things before. Start with the database, okay? Try and stay local most of the time for your first deal. Use your own money on the first deal if at all possible. Uh, you know, don't don't be getting your, your brother-in-law involved in something you haven't done before and then lose the money and it spoils, you know, some relationships. But on your first, you know, putting pencil to paper, trying to come up how you're going to do it, it's it's pretty, it's it's actually not that hard. I mean, there's a whole, I have classes and some uh, other people have classes out there you can buy it, teach you a lot of this stuff. But in a nutshell, it boils down to, you know, make sure you have enough cash, okay? You really need a lot more cash than you think you're going to need. Uh, you know, the, the debt on most mobile home parks is around 35% down, so 65% LTVs. When you're looking at how to start on your business plan, you start with a database. Maybe you start in your county that you live in and you go and, and look at a Google map and drop pins on it or get the addresses from it or run it through some uh, 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 virtual assistant that gets you this information. But you want to get a good database that has the owner's names, the park addresses, the sellers for the owner's phone numbers and, you know, the number of lots, zoning, and, you know, all that kind of stuff, parcel numbers that go into these things as part of your first part of, of enacting your business plan. Um, you know, what you also want to make sure you do is talk to, you know, build your circle, build your management circle, understand who's on, you know, what brain power you're going to have there. I mean, if you're just coming into it fresh, you maybe have no resources. So you probably want to go online and find some guys that have been doing this that are pretty friendly. I'll, I'll give a shout out to, to uh, uh, Ryan Naris. He's great. He's out there all the time helping people out. We love him. Uh, and he's, he's a wealth of information for new guys coming into the industry. Uh, you, you want to start figuring out who's going to help you with financing, who's going to help you out with management, who's going to help you out with procurement, who's going to help you out with home orders, who's going to help you out with on-site management, who's going to help you out with on-site maintenance, Who's going to help you out with all these different aspects, uh, you know, to make sure that when you actually buy the park, you can step into it and not just kind of wing it, which is what I did. And it's not the worst, but it's it can be you can make a whole lot of mistakes like I did, too. And it, it, it sets you back a little bit, you know, as anything, I would recommend, you know, preparing as if it's a real business, putting it all together in this business plan. Labeling, you know, you know, your budget out, figuring out how much that's going to be, understanding the kind of returns if you're bringing investors in that you're doing. I really don't recommend bringing investors, except maybe your your, your dad or something like that on your first deal, um, because it's it can be a scary ride and you can be in there a lot longer than you thought you'd be. Um, you know, get a few under your belt. You should really, if you're building your, if you're coming into this industry, you should not be looking for the heavy hitting value adds, in my opinion. You should be looking for the most stable, best located asset in your market, period. Best located and very stable. Something that doesn't have a lot of uh, deferred maintenance, something that is, is cookie cutter and financeable and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and then you bite off more later on with, with the value add. Um, what, what other topics about the business plan do you think we should be, be hitting on? For that? I, I mean, I think it's important to understand, you know, are you going to have government fees what kind of things do you that do you not think about what kind of contingencies do you need to plan on yeah, those kinds of things are huge 
have always have a contingency plan. You know, hopefully you're buying a park in a location. That's why I say best location possible that has another use possibility. If for some reason, you know, the bottom falls out and, and it's not a viable park anymore, whether through, you know, I don't know, whatever, whatever causes a park to not be viable. <laughs> right. Oftentimes it has to deal with the, the zoning and the setbacks or, or maybe just poor management, or maybe you have some, some, you know, terrible infrastructure that fails and you can't afford to replace it. Make sure you have contingencies, but a lot of your contingencies, you might not know what to do until you've started really thinking through the due diligence process, you know, which involves, you know, inspections on all of your, you know, infrastructure and, you know, tenants and things like that. But, you know, you want to kind of preliminary prepare for it. Like, well, you know, in this case right now, I'm told on, on this acquisition, this particular park's infrastructure is from the 1970s and 80s. You know, the useful life on most of the stuff is 40 or 50 years. I need to budget that into the, a higher uh, level than maybe I was prepared to buying a park that was built in 2000 or something, you know. And so you, you want to think through all of that. You know, what happens if, you know, if uh, you, you got a bridge loan? And or if you're attempting to get a bridge loan because it's not financeable from a community bank or an agency lender. Well, what happens if interest rates climb so much while you're under this this bridge loan? What how what what's your plan there? You know, I mean, how much can you absorb of that? Is there you know, do you have a solution there or is, is selling going to be your only option? You know, and so you want to think through a little bit beyond the stereotypical box of your business plan and kind of, you know, think outside of that, do a lot of what ifs kind of stuff to yourself and at least write them down. You might not have an answer for them. Somebody will probably have an answer for you though. But so write down, you know, these things that occurred to you and you can always reach out to, you know, any, any of these guys online, a lot of them are really friendly in the social media groups to kind of give their pointers. Although some of the pointers I've read, I definitely would not recommend you implementing. Well, then you in know? that, but in that <laughs> case, then people should just write to you, G. Esperson at the MHPexpert.com. Go yeah. to the MHPexpert.com website, buy the book, The Mobile Home Park Manifesto, sign up wow. for the masterclass. There are so many ways that you can learn from Glenn and get really good information as opposed to a lot of the other BS that's out there. And trust me, Glenn's trying to do it right all the time. And he tells you when some business isn't great, he tells you when business is great. And I think that's a big difference. And we should all just kind of support that honesty. And, you know, you can go out and get these things on the website. Glenn, thank you so much for taking us through how to build a mobile home park business plan. Um, like I said, guys, if go to the website, the mobile home park expert.com, the MHP expert.com email, Glenn, uh, G. Esterson at the MHPexpert.com. You can call Glenn at 720-MHP4YOU is the phone wow. number. And I remembered it. On behalf of Glenn Esterson, I'm Jason Sorotin. We will see you next time. <laughs>